This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. On Byte, interviews thanks to Warner Brothers on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Make no mistake, this is the end of an era for the DCU. With DC Studios on the horizon with Superman Legacy in 2025. The movie did better than expected. Will Jason Momoa continue as Aquaman? That remains to be seen. James Gunn will make that decision. Jason Momoa talks about where Aquaman is at the beginning of the film. A lot has happened. I am king now, and um, I have a lot of responsibilities, not only to my family, but to the kingdom of Atlantis. And I'm still not, I still don't maybe believe in myself as much as I should. Um, there's a lot of duties that I have that it's just extremely challenging and I'll, and then being a father is very challenging and a husband so um, he gets to it's, you get to see the um, his everyday life which is fun and uh, it's one of the things that uh, is one of the better parts of the script that I love the most is because you just get to see him being a dad which I like being a dad and a husband and so it's fun to see him and all the little silly moments I feel like I've been with this character long enough to know what fans and myself want and what I'd like to do as an actor and what I'd like to see Arthur go through so after we finished the first one I quickly dove into a um a treatment with my partner Thomas Pa'a Sibbett and we I just had all these ideas that I wanted to do and you know it was pretty spooky obviously the polar ice caps will be melting in so I feel like it's really beautiful too that was an extremely important thing to me and obviously to James but it was a really cool vehicle to use this other black magic and Atlan and Cordax against each other and, and really mirror the two of us, Orm and, and, and Arthur. But I also just loved all the environmental issues and the fact that like speaking at the UN and you know, just doing that in real life and it's just that's the impactful thing about playing this character is you get to reach out to a lot of children and, and, and people and kinda we can speed it up and show you what's happening and use black magic or use our superhero powers to kinda show what's what's at stake. It's very, very close. More on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on Bite in a moment. Yahia Abdul-Mateen II returns as David Kane, a.k.a. the Black Manta. We last saw Black Manta being rescued by Dr. Shen, played by Randall Park. Um, and since then, they've been creating a crew. You know, Black Manta still has this mission of finding Aquaman, destroying Aquaman. He still has the hate, the passion, and, and the rage, but he needs more help. So uh, he spent a lot of time, a lot of resources, building building together and putting together a badass crew uh, consisting of uh, Dr. Shen. He's got someone new named Stingray and a whole army of uh, new cats. And uh, he's traveling all over the globe in order to find more Atlantean technology because he has to rebuild his suit. So that's been Black Manta's mission uh, since the last time he saw him. He hasn't stopped. I imagine that he hasn't rested. And uh, the movie picks up in Antarctica. 
Patrick Wilson is once again Orm, a.k.a. the Ocean Master. You know, the thing about Orm is, yeah, he's violent, he's angry, he's all of that, but everything that he's ever done, even in the first film, came out of a, a, a love and the safety of his country and his people. And he, because they were being polluted and destroyed, so he wants to solve the problem. Maybe not the nicest way to solve the problem, but that's what he wanted to do. So there's a there there there's always been honor with Orm. There's always been heart with Orm. It's just finding its way out through all these uh, different m methods is not the most um, <laughs> you know socially responsible. And directing, as he did in the first film, is James Wan. This movie, in a lot of ways, is about the relationship between Arthur and Orem, right? Um, we always felt that that would be a really interesting dynamic to kind of see Arthur, who basically came in, <laughs> overthrew Orem's government, uh, took over his job, and meanwhile, you know, Orem is rotting in a prison somewhere. And so, uh, so naturally, for Orem, there's a lot of resentment towards his brother who came, you know, over and basically just ruined his life. Um, but Arthur ultimately needs Orem's help, and, uh, and Orem also ultimately needs Arthur's help, and so they reluctantly go on this journey together, and on this journey, they get to know each other. So, you know, it's that classic fish-out-of-water story um, between these two characters trying to learn, you know, so Arthur's trying to learn more about the war of Atlantis that Orem is imparting in a lot of ways, you know, like how to be a king to Atlantis and meanwhile um, Arthur is teaching Orem how to be a surface dweller and ultimately you know how, how to be a better human being you know um, and you know it's just the fun that comes out of their antagonism you know how they kind of get along they're both kind of hard-headed characters and uh, and how they sort of have to learn to get along with each other to uh, overcome this big evil that they're trying to stop. More Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom on Bite so stay tuned. Black Manta has some changes to take on Aquaman in this one. Black Manta, you know, and in, in, in the first film, he was just a guy solo on a mission on his own. Well, this time, um, I think he realizes that he can't do it all, all on his own and that he needs a team as well. So he has Dr. Shin, who is uh, a, a researcher and a scientist, and he also has a, a new character called Stingray. Uh, and Stingray is just, um, she's pretty militant. You know, she can give commands, she speaks multiple languages, um, and she's good with taking the orders and executing. So they have that, they, they have that, uh, that like that captain and sergeant relationship um and uh it works out pretty cool here's patrick wilson on the film's humor what i love about this movie and and i think it can reach an even uh, a, a wider audience um is the humor of this film uh and all those little moments <laughs> that i love that james put in there um you know like oh you guys think it's funny when topo uh the octopus plays the drums well guess what he's gonna be even bigger in this movie <laughs> like he'll have an even bigger role so i think there's some moments that is a little that shows that like we're we're in on the joke even for people that are like that's ridiculous there's a even though he's from the comics maybe people don't know that um but those moments to me where he's just like that where he doesn't run from it he embraces it and says yeah yeah we're gonna have that 
James Wan on taking on actual world events for this film. We're sort of taking world events and um, and we're sort of playing into that. Um, obviously, you know, we, we're finding sort of, you know, fun storybook sort of plotting to kind of get us into that world. But it is a bigger theme that we want to touch upon because we feel it's very relevant. Um, the world is changing dramatically, as we're seeing. And I feel like um, this movie... You know, it would be a crime if we didn't go there um, because this film really, I feel like Aquaman really is the one superhero that can kind of touch on the theme of, you know, um, global warming, the rise of the ocean, the heating of the planet, you know, constant climate change um, because it affects the world that he lives in, right? And, uh, and he's trying to stop this from happening. Jason Momoa unbuilding the world of Aquaman. Even when we're doing the eyeline, they're gonna sh they show me, you know, what uh, the concepts are of what we're doing underwater and the worlds that you're gonna build and the characters you're gonna be around and the colors. It's just that big, beautiful movie. You just gotta see it in the theater. Same thing like, you know, Dune was. It was just huge. You can't watch it on your phone. You can on your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth time, but I'm like, showing up there, it just makes you feel like a kid again. And, uh, you're gonna you're gonna smile and giggle and laugh and I think there's a lot of comedy in this one and there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of uh, moving moments in here that you know it's what you love. You just got everything in it. I mean, there's just so much action, but uh, a lot more comedy in this one. So I'm looking to move that way. Let's laugh more. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is in theaters. This, as I said earlier, officially ends the DCU and probably the Snyderverse. So as I mentioned earlier, in 2025, the reboot begins with Superman Legacy, hopefully on the right track. Sci-Fi Talk Plus has a special offer for you, but also for friends and family. Now with over 900 episodes, commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs. The best part about it, it's free. Click on the link in the show notes for free lifetime access. But this special offer will expire, so take advantage of it now. For Byte, this is Tony Tolado. 